Hello and welcome to Fae Finders, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast navigating listeners into the vague and supernatural. My name is Ashley Elizabeth and I will be your dungeon master for our brand new season of Island. And with me is the stupendous Sam. Hi guys. The outstanding Austin. Hello. The amazing Amancio. Hello everyone. The radical Rachel. Hi. And last but not least, the cool Kai. Heyo. Now, let us arrive on the island. Thetis is a sea nymph and daughter of the minor sea god Nereus, but more importantly, she's the mother of the great hero Achilles. Without her, Achilles may have not returned to the Trojan War and won it. This is all myth, of course. Welcome to Thetis Island. From the outside, the world sees this small weird island on the west coast, only accessible by the equally small town of Loalau. No one visits and few inhabitants of the island uh, ever leave and only to work in the jade mines in Loalau. The people who come from there are quiet and odd. They only ever converse with themselves, if at all, and when the day is done, they get back on the ferry and head home. The ferryman himself is quite strange as well. He brings the workers at the crack of dawn, stays on the ferry all day, and returns at 7 p.m. every night. Do the people of Loalau wonder what goes across the water? Of course but they know they'll never see the land up close. Thetis Island hasn't welcomed visitors in over 300 years. For those who live on Thetis Island, life is very simple. Owen Zog and his family of werewolves worked at the, uh, the Zog family farm and apple orchard on the outskirts of town ever since the town was founded. Uh, Madame Hilda Cripp runs the All Things Witchy Apothecary, one of the dozen stores that line Main Street. Miss Crew, the owl-headed Okokra woman, is the senior year teacher at Thetis Island Secondary, and the immortal vampire queen, Ramona Van Duren, is the founding mayor. You live, and unless you're immortal, you die on Thetis Island. The past has not been kind to monsters. Their lives were always constantly in danger as they were hunted in ancient Greece, Arthurian England, and most recently, the Salem Witch Trials. It forced them into hiding, and the witch trials were just the last straw. Ramona Van Duren and her husband Adrian gathered as many monsters as they could and brought them to an unclaimed island. They established their own township to protect the creatures from death. It is unknown if there are any monsters out left in the world. Thetis is the last living place to find monsters together. It has a history of over 300 years, starting from the witch trials. Ruins can be found about the island from before this period, though. Many mysteries are yet to still be uncovered, but only a few select are allowed to ever investigate. Generally, life is peaceful with a few family rivalries, but the biggest thing that has happened were the disappearances. The town has been sheltered from the rest of the world. 
It does not have access to the latest and greatest things of the 21st century. Their fashion style and sort of vibe going on is a kind of a mix between the 50s, which primarily adults indulge in, all the way to the 80s and 90s, which primarily the younger generation involved themselves with. Cell phones and cars are rare and are normally owned by families who have uh, someone working in Loalau. The life of a teenager on Thetis Island is tough. Everyone knows everyone and it's uh, quite a hard time in finding yourself. A rebellion is hard when the Tosh is down the street saw you eat your boogers as a kid, uh, but they still find ways to find freedom. In grade 12, the students have a period of transition from education into joining the town workforce. Seniors will gain an apprenticeship with someone of the town in hopes of officially working there after high school. We descend on one such uh, of the senior year students. Today is Thursday, September 23rd. The time is morning and the air is fresh with dew and it's a sunny day. We see a large fine house, uh, if you, and you could even call it a mansion if you'd like by the size of it. We see an elven man hands a uh, lunchbox to our student as she prepares for the day ahead for school, as this is the last day of school for the week. Rachel, could you please describe your character? Sure. So my character's name is Annabelle. She's 18 years old. She's a Yontee, so she's got yellow eyes with black slits and super, super pale skin um, with some scaling. She's got black hair that's probably thro been thrown into a braid and is currently wearing overalls with a nice puffy sweater underneath. Awesome! So, um, Nim hands you your lunch as you're getting ready to head out the door. Did you, uh, Annabelle, did you study for your test today? You feeling good about it? Yes. Yes, I think I am going to ace it like usual. I'm feeling pretty confident about our biology stuff. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, you do hear from a bit of the background, uh, are you Good leaving? Uh, you hear your mother yelling. <laughs> yes, mother. Are you? Are you? Are you leaving? Are you ready? What are you wearing, honey? What are you wearing to school? I'm just wearing one of my nice button-ups that you got me, mom. Don't worry. I look really nice today. So if I come over right now, I'm gonna see a button-up? Mom, don't worry, I look good. I'll be one of the best-dressed kids there. Maybe I should just- maybe I should just come over! Should I- I'm just gonna come over and check, okay? It's okay, I gotta get going or I'll be late, Mom. Bye, love you! And I'll run out the door <laughs> and close it. <laughs> Uh, you you close the door behind you and uh, begin your walk to school. Uh, we see the bright, colorful autumn leaves pick up in a gust of wind and soar through the sky. The leaves carry us towards a much more 50s retro-looking home, and inside we find yet another senior year student. Sam, could you please describe your character? Yes, I can. Uh, my character's name is Styx Foland. She is um, the daughter of the ferryman, so kind of um, how she looks 
during the daytime is a little bit like emaciated. Uh, her skin is really tight to her body and it's almost kind of like a grayish mummified um, body. And she has blonde hair done up in like a little 50s twist. And uh, her aesthetic is very like tortured poet and um, <laughs> like 50s greaser. And just her whole vibe is very much tortured artist. She writes horrible poetry and it's all very <laughs> depressing. Um, but she really likes it and she's happy with herself. Uh, yeah, that's basically her. Uh, so your dad's not at home at the moment, uh, but your mom is and she's kind of just cleaning up the dishes from breakfast. She loves just taking care of her family. Oh, daughter of mine, are you ready to set forth into the world? Yes, mother, I am once more ready to venture forth into the cold and sad world of high school. Oh, daughter, you make me so proud. Um, and just also for reference for people listening, um, Styx's mother is in sort of a 50s pinup. Um, she's also kind of got the uh, sort of pin up hair as well. Um, but uh, she's just a full on skeleton. <laughs> just straight up skeleton and it's fantastic. Oh daughter, you make me so proud. Thank you mother. I, I hope one day to get out of this school that torments my soul and on to the next adventure. Oh, daughter, I know you will make your father and I such, such proud parents. I am so excited to see you go off and, and spend time with your father. Oh, yes. That's exactly what I plan on doing after my schooling is done. Absolutely, mother. Oh. I love you so much. I have to go now. Oh, ta-ta, my darling. Take care and and do be brave on your walk and venture to the education center. I shall, mother, and pray I come home unscathed from the torment of that school. Oh, daughter, I trust. I trust you. Now go, leave me. <laughs> and sticks kind of like does uh, a dramatic like hand over the forehead like goodbye and just waves and kind of walks out the door uh, and as she's kind of leaving the house she's just like oh gosh yeah I'm gonna have to go and be on that boat soon all right uh, and just is kind of like begrudgingly kind of kicking rocks as she's walking to school <laughs> as you're begrudgingly kicking some rocks they're skipping along the road um, you see one of your classmates actually down the road as you're as you're walking um, Actually coming from the road of the funeral home uh, Austin, could you please describe us your character? Yes, I can uh, I am playing Oko Snowpaw uh, He is a 17 year old tabaxi um, And he he has the fur pattern of a white tiger He's about medium height, um, uh, but he is just a little on the taller side with 5'11". Um, he has black stripes, um, cyan eyes, rounded ears, and he's got very short but fluffy fur. Um, right now he is wearing a pair of jeans and a baggy striped sweater. 
and um, no shoes. And uh, he's just walking with his um, book bag and coming up the street. Uh, so, Sticks, you kind of notice your classmate. Um, you see Oko. Good morrow, Oko. How are you doing today? Oh, uh, hey, Sticks. Um, I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, absolutely wretched. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> oh, is something wrong? Something is always wrong. But for now, we must venture forth to school. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, if, if there's anything wrong, you need to talk about it. I, I'm around. Oh yes, that's what poetry is for as well. <laughs> you two kind of awkwardly <laughs> scuttle <laughs> off to school. Super awkwardly. Walking, yeah, <laughs> keyword awkwardly. Um, and as you walk, you pass by another large mansion just set down the road. Uh, it is probably the most lavish home on the island as it belongs to the founding mayor, Ramona Van Duren. Inside, we see the mayor waiting in the front entrance for her son to leave for school. Amancio, could you please describe your character as they descend down the steps? Um, I am playing Friedrich Van Duren, known as Fred, to his friends. Um, for the first day of school, Fred has got these, these practical hiking combat boots on, and he's got his cargo <laughs> pants tucked into them. Uh, he's wearing kind of a, a baggy warm sweater, but over top of that, he's got an even baggier flannel. Uh, just to keep him all nice and warm. Uh, his hair does not look done up at all. It looks like he just rolled out of bed, really, which is, to his mother's chagrin, what he did. Um, and sprouting from the, the top of his head are, are uh, two small developing antlers. Uh, and he's sort of racing down the stairs, trying not to look too too rushed, although he's he's freaking out inside because he feels like, <laughs> feels like he's going to miss the first day of school. And he runs uh, down the stairs. This is actually not the first day of school. Oh. <laughs> this is September 23rd. <laughs> well, he feels uh, like he's going to be late regardless. Yes. Um, so you say you run down the stairs. Your mother stops you <laughs> and begins to fiddle with your hair, fixing it up. Just, Friedreich? Just... Yes, Mama? This is not of... This is not becoming of you. I, I know, Mama, but I, I, I really do have to get going. School's about to start, and I'm, I'm going to be so late. She's, like, licking her thumb, pushing back hair. Just hold still for a second. I can, I can fix this. I can, um... Oh, okay. We're just going to leave it for now, okay? Um, she just kind of gives you a big hug. <laughs> I, I hug her back, okay. and I say, Okay, I have to go. I have to go. Yes, uh, of course. Please take care. Be safe. And uh, I'm just going to go to bed now, all right? All right. Uh, sleep tight. I will be in my vampire trance. I don't really sleep, but please. <laughs> you know uh, go, what go, I mean. go, go, go to school. Yes, yes, I know. Thank you, Mama. Love you. Love you too. And I, I tumble out the door. Yes, you, <laughs> you tumble out the door. Uh, you begin. Rushing your way to school, you're running a bit behind. 
Um, eventually you all get to school and take your seats. Uh, the school bell rings, indicating the day has begun. Your teacher, Miss Crew, an owl-headed Akokra, uh, stands at the front of the class with her clipboard. Sticks Foland? Yes, hello. All right, um... Ari Malacane. Her eyes kind of widen and her beak tightens a little bit. Um, she looks a little frustrated. And you see her write a big old X on her board. Oko Snowpaw. Here. Fred Van Duren. Present. Annabelle Yaz. Present, Miss Cruz. All right. Um, well, uh, class, we won't wait for Ari. <laughs> uh, please take out your physics textbooks and open to page 394 as we explore space. Uh, now, who can remind us all of Newton's laws of motion? I can. <laughs> Fred raises his hand. I'll throw my hand up. <laughs> oh, Fred? Um... Well, there's, there's that one with the apple, right? It does have something to do with the apple. Um, these are the laws of motion. There's three of them. So apples are round and apples mm -hmm. are heavy. And then the third one is... That, um, that, that's all I've got. Annabelle, do you want to give this a try? Of course. Okay, well, so Fred, you are sort of right with the whole apple thing, but you're also completely wrong because you've totally forgotten about how that figures in. Newton's first law states that if a body is at rest or moving at a constant speed in a straight line, it will remain at rest or keep moving in a straight line at a constant speed unless it's acted upon by a force. Yes, uh, it's, that is, in fact, one of the laws. That is very good, Annabelle. Thank you, Miss Yaz. Thank very you. much appreciated. Uh, can anyone else try and name any of the others? And, and at this point, um, you see one, your, your final classmate walk through the door. Uh, Kai. Finish it off for us. Tell us about your character. All right. Um, so, uh, Ari Malakane. Uh, at first glance, they look like an air genasi. Um, they've got the pale pupilless eyes, pale skin, the markings kind of swirling uh, down their neck um, and onto their chest underneath a plain neutral shirt that they're wearing. Um, but the way that they hold themselves and the build and everything and the untamed fire orange hair that uh, surrounds her face and hits her shoulders uh, marks her as a um, Asimar. And so uh, you can also tell in very faint light because they actually have a a faint halo that rests just above their head. Um, but as they walk in, they kind of shove their hands in their pockets and they're just like, are we really talking about this again? If nobody's answered the question, it's always 
easier to just say that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And it also uh, talks about the velocity of an object that changes when it is subjected to a external force. And I think Annabelle covered the first one, if I recall correctly. But anyways, and I just sit down at my desk. Miss Malacane, thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Pleasure, I'm sure. Fred kind of slumps mm-hmm. in his chair and he's like, that's, that's pretty much what I said. That's pretty much what I was saying. <laughs> Styx isn't even paying attention to anything. She's just in the back, like her desk is in the back of the room, right against the wall kind of thing, and she's just writing. Annabelle would have probably turned around and kind of raised an eyebrow at Aerie when she came, when they came in and was just kind of like, mm, you just took like my spotlight of what I was doing. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Ari would just grin extremely widely back at Annabelle. Just that kind of smirk. I know what I did. <laughs> Oko would probably just be writing like in his book and copying down notes and looking at the textbook and just he's less focused on answering the question and more focused on trying to get the question and answer down in his notes. Yeah, I I love how you all popped in to do that. Miss <laughs> Crew kind of ruffles her feathers a little bit. <laughs> Ari, you're late again. The school year has already just started. And? Tardiness will not be accepted in my class. I'm going to have to give you a, ten- a-, a detention. Oh. Again. Oh no. Not again. You are to come back at the school at dusk. As I'm sure you all know, there's a nature walk with Willow tonight for an exciting cosmic event. And she kind of flips some pages on her clipboard and clicks her pen. Seriously? So, uh, you will now be attending this as punishment, Ari. (sighs) All right? Along with, um, I see Annabelle, Fred... And Oko have also signed up for this, all right? Can't I just have regular detention? I'd literally rather do anything else. Maybe a little bit of fresh air will clear your head, hmm? F. All right, whatever. I will be here to make sure you go on that walk. And if not, I will come find you myself, all right? Mm, yeah, I'll be there. No need to fuss. But yes, thank you for answering those questions. All right, um, let us let us progress. Let us talk about uh, star masses. Please continue flipping your pages. I think it's about three over, um, and kind of the school day progresses as you guys go. Um, is there anything you'd like to do at school? Uh, Ari would just kind of keep their head down and just kind of, you know, go about the day without saying too much unless it was a snarky remark. I think that Sticks would only be paying attention in English class and if they're doing any like poetic eddas or any kind of like, um, like book 
what is it called? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. I've been out of school for way too long. Uh, if they've had any like <laughs> book report things, like she'd be way more interested in doing that kind of stuff. But any other class, she's just like writing in her journal. Annabelle, um, I would I would be in the library probably studying and just brushing up on all of the assignments we have coming up and tests and. Fred is like. Um, he had a really rough start to his day, so he's just trying to shake himself um, awake, trying to get himself back in the groove because he's really excited for the nature walk. So, and he's he's left some of his like homework at home, so he's pulling things out and trying to see what he can piece together, um, having like rolled out of bed and run to school right away. Uh, Oko would also be in the library, probably not. Con conversing with Annabelle and just kind of at his own table studying up. Yeah, you all kind of take your time doing all these different little things. Uh, you do have a biology test today, so could you all roll me just an intelligence check? Uh oh. <laughs> First oh, roll. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, I oh. failed. Okay. <laughs> um, I got a well, seven. Thirteen. Eighteen. Thirteen. This is par for course with Ari, too. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. They didn't even write it. They just no. left it blank. <laughs> like, maybe your name, and then just like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I, I basically uh, wrote my name, wrote the date, and then just doodled on the back page the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, so sticks, like you said, you don't really pay attention unless it's English. So it's pretty on par for your mark. Mm -hmm. um, it We'll say it's out of 20, so you get a 7. Uh, Oko and Annabelle. This Annabelle, this is probably the worst you've ever done on a test. Um, you're not quite sure what happened. Um, you're kind of like, I think both of you are like, oh my gosh, these are not the questions I studied for. <laughs> you know, um, and some just somehow, Fred, you are barely awake, but you just were like, uh, yeah, huh, yeah, huh. <laughs> just it was like multiple choice, and you got lucky. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, Fred. Fred was like trying to create a pattern with the multiple choice questions. <laughs> you you all kind of get handed your tests back. Uh, Miss Crew look at looks at you, um, sticks like hands it back, uh, hands one to hands it to Oko. It was a good try. It's very good. Keep working on it. Hands it to Annabelle. I'm not quite sure what happened today, Miss Yaz. All right, but let's just work a little harder next time. Okay. Uh, goes over Thank to Fred. You. Very impressive, Mr. Van Duren. Keep at it. Thank and you. And walks over. <laughs> walks over to Ari. Um, Ari, I understand this is biology class, and we do like looking at life forms, but I really did not need the picture of a giant meteor raining down on dinosaurs on the back of your, um, biology test for a humanoid body. <laughs> Why not? I thought it was pretty brilliant. Just saying. It's... You somehow in your effort of scribbling on the back got two questions right by linking ink through the back so I'm going to give it to you 
Only but two. Please do something next time. I got two. Hold, hold on. I didn't get a zero. Are you sure? No. If you want to look, you can see when you were scribbling so hard. You actually marked two only two questions, and they turned out to be correct. Oh well, I need to try harder to get a zero next time. So thanks for that. Oh. <sighs> you make my life a challenge, Ari. All right, let's let's work on being better this year. All right, I've heard. Your previous teacher's horror stories, all right? Let's try not to do that this year. Well, I have to keep up my reputation, so... Don't know what you want me to do about that. Well, if it's the last thing I'll do, I'll break that reputation. <laughs> she kind of walks back to her desk. Ooh, that'd be fighting um, words. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of gauge just from the few weeks that you've spent in school... Um, Miss Crew has been a lot harder on you while most teachers kind of give up. She seems extremely adamant. <laughs> All right. She's trying to do good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the school day ends and you all return to your homes. Annabelle, your father is still at work, but both Nim and your mother Shirley are home. Is there anything you'd like to do before returning to school? Uh, if possible, I would like to try and see if Miss Crew is still at school. Oh, were you trying to catch her after class? Yes. All right, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, hello, Miss Yaz. Hi, Miss Crew. Um, I know I really didn't do as well as I wanted on my biology exam, and I was wondering if you could maybe assign me some extracurricular kind of homework or something to bring that mark up, if possible. Yes, I was very shocked by your your mark. I did have to check it over again just because I know of how well you are, especially what you're doing for your apprenticeship, so it did shock me. If you'd like, you could come in on one of your, your days that you're not at school, and I could give you a, a retest. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. I really don't know what happened today. I just, I guess I haven't been feeling very well, and that must have affected, I don't know. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes, of course. How about we do Tuesday? That sounds great. I'll be here bright and early. All right. There'll be different questions, but um, just study again. Do your best. I'm sure we can get it right this time. Thank you. Have a nice day. You as well. Take care. All right. So, Is there anything else you'd like to do? No. With that done, um... I'll probably just make sure I have my biology textbooks with me and uh, head home. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Six, your mother Catherine is also home. Uh, your, your dad's still out. He comes back at around 7, 30, 8 o'clock most nights. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, is my mother, like, sitting and watching Jeopardy right now? Or is, what is she doing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Good afternoon, mother. Oh, daughter, you've returned. I have. I was just watching Jeopardy. Oh, my goodness, mother. I've got poor tidings for you. What? What could be so horrible? I got a seven on my biology test. 
<gasps> daughter! The darkness consumes me. Daughter, I understand that you you crave the darkness, but do not inflict it upon yourself and hurt your grades. Oh, it was not intentional, mother. It was lack of containing information in my brain. Perhaps I should watch Jeopardy with you instead of doing homework. That is good information sourcing. No, 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 no. A seven is not. Not of... Oh, she seems like very frazzled. Like, <laughs> I've been being too lenient with my daughter. <laughs> you have not no. been too lenient with your daughter. You're doing a very good job, mother. I I feel as though I failed. You have daughter. not. Daughter, I must send you to your room. Please go study your biology. Oh, mother. Very well, I shall retire to my chambers. For now. Let me know when the chicken nuggets have completed in the oven. Goodbye. Yes. Oh, daughter. <laughs> Sticks goes to her room and she just takes out her biology with good intentions, but then also pulls out her uh, her journal and kind of like looks at them both like very much, uh, oh, I really should, but I ain't gonna. And puts her biology book open to a page on her bed and also has her, like, poetry journal out. She's just writing. <laughs> Maybe you're using some of the more gory terms <laughs> in your poetry. Oh, yes. It is It is how she's going to learn. <laughs> is uh, taking graphic detailed biology things and putting it into her... <laughs> The Her ventricles epic. pump darkness into my heart. Indeed. The ventricles. And also the aorta. Leads blood into my soul. Just like that. Yeah. So, um, Oko, you return to the funeral home uh, and see Samuel is in his office. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, I'll... I'll go over and open the door and peek my head in and say, Day Sam, I'm, I'm home. Oh, hey. Hey there, Oko. How was school? It it was good. I didn't get a... Uh, I got kind of a bad mark on my test. But I'm going to go study now and don't want you to worry. It's okay there. Uh, what'd you get? Got a 13. Oh, well, you know, it's it's passing. Just, yeah, maybe go study a little bit more. Take your time. Mm, I will. Uh, is there anything you do? Right, is there know. anything you need? I uh, know I'm pretty good for today. I kind of tried to get as much as... Uh, what you normally do, done, just so you can go on that walk tonight. Mm, thank you very much. I do really appreciate it. Hey, bud, go make some friends, okay? I, I know. I make friends. Okay, but, but the Kimberleys in row thirteen don't count. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Oh. Thank you, Samuel. Okay, just... 
Yeah, let me know if you want any ants on a log. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, what are you gonna I'm do? I'm gonna go up to my room and um, I'm gonna study as much biology that I can um, until uh, until the nature walk. I will read a little bit of my book though. If I have time. Yeah, of course, of course. You can take your time reading your book a little bit alongside your biology. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Fred, you know that your mother will be waking up a few in a few hours um, after you've returned home. Um, and then she'll be doing some work in her office. What would you like to do? Well... Despite seeming to be totally unprepared this morning, Fred packed his bag for the nature walk the night before because he's so <laughs> excited for it. Um, he's got vials in there to collect samples from the forest. He's he's ready and eager to go. And that gives him plenty of time to uh, spend a little time doing his own research. You know, he's got his grades up. So <laughs> now this study time is for him. So he, he goes upstairs and he goes to his room and goes under his bed and he pulls out this big board and it's covered in paper and there's red thread linking together the bits of paper and Fred says <laughs> all right back to the grindstone and he begins <laughs> studying the the pieces of information that he has and he's desperately trying to draw any any links between anything that's there <laughs> yes you uh you kind of look at all the things you look at the you know, the clippings about your dad, Adrian, who went missing uh, just before you were born. Uh, you look at the kind of what you collected from that uh, occursion over the summer. Um, the little bits you've stolen from your mother's office. Mm -hmm. uh, you're just trying to go. Yeah. Um, how much How much would I know about the natural phenomenon that we're supposed to be observing tonight? You don't really know about anything. Uh, you're supposed to be learning about it as it's happening tonight. Interesting, interesting. So, so Fred goes over to his backpack and he makes sure that he has all of his sample collecting material ready because he could find something in the woods that, that he could put on his board that could somehow be the, the key that cracks this whole thing wide open. So he's really <laughs> got this like boy, boy Scout bag that's just full of junk that he can use to, to put things in. <laughs> awesome. You spend some time staring at your board. You kind of like move the strings around and then move them back because <laughs> yeah. that doesn't work. <laughs> and you're just trying to figure things out. I'm sure there's a, a phrase on that board that we've discussed previously that you're probably staring at quite a bit. Yes. Um, the phrase from what you found, uh, I guess over the summer it would have been. Um, so you're just trying to put that together. Uh, roll me an intelligence check. Sure. Let's hope I didn't use that all up on the biology test. <laughs> That's a 19. Ooh. You're kind of looking at everything, and you feel like there is more to be known. If you were just able... Admina still is very hesitant about taking you out past the perimeter. You know, she's trying to just... You've mostly just been doing study work in her, her little office house that's kind of out of the way and no one really knows about um so you're trying to like 
look at all that and study as much as you can before you actually head out. And you just have this gut feeling that as soon as you go out in the forest, you're going to find something. It'll all make sense. It'll all come together. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that, that's how all Fred right. spends his evening. Awesome. Ari, what does Ari do after school? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably at this point, considering that they have detention again, um, they just head home, at least to drop off their bag. Because who wants to carry that around everywhere? Um, not like there's much in it, but anyways. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they would head, they would head home. Just kind of sure spend time at there. home. Uh, your mother would probably come back at around five, so you got probably about two more hours until the nature walks and she comes home. Um, just because September West Coast, you know, sunsetting around. You know, six thirty-seven. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Is there? What you doing when your mom gets home? Um. So Ari would be in their room, uh, just kind of doodling. Uh, actually studying, much to anyone's surprise. <laughs> but yes, they do actually study. Um, and as soon as they heard the door open they'd immediately get up and just try to head out. <laughs> uh, roll me a stealth check. Okay. Um, gosh, all my dice hate me. I'm scared of them. Ooh, yep. That's a five plus two. <laughs> five plus two, wow. Yeah, seven. Um, are, also, are you grabbing the stuff you need for tonight? Um... Was I told that I need anything tonight? You were told you were going into the forest on a hike. <laughs> so they just grabbed their jacket, like a warm one. That's that's about all they'd really grab. <laughs> <laughs> um, you try to sneak out the door and you hear Airy. <sighs> Mom, how many times do I have to tell you it's Ari? Where are you heading off to? Detention. Again. And what is your punishment today? I don't know. There's some stupid nature walk tonight. I don't really care for the details. And is that what you're wearing? Yeah. And? You're gonna break an ankle in those shoes. What's wrong with my shoes? They're not hiking boots. They're gun boots. I don't know what the difference is. Do well, I even have to... hiking boots, Mom? Yes, you have hiking boots. I bought you them from the general store. Where are they? They're in the mud room. Okay, I'll go get them. And very dramatically, I turn around to go get them and re replace the gun boots that I'm wearing for them and come back out and just like happy yes what do you have do you have you're going on a nature walk you need to be prepared in case anything happens mom it's a school field trip how like 
What would happen? It's the woods. I don't know how many times I have spent hours in the woods and nothing has happened. I don't understand what the big deal is, Mom. Fine. You can leave. See if I care, alright? Don't come crawling back crying if something bad happens. Yeah, that's the plan. And I turn around and just walk out. <laughs> Do you slam the door shut? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, eventually you all return back to school at dusk. Does Ari show up late? Yes, always late. Uh, <laughs> but not super late because they already know they're in a bit of trouble. So probably mm -hmm. like maybe five minutes late. <laughs> uh, outside the school is Miss Crew and a tall fear bulg uh, with blueberry colored hair and dark brown fur uh, her features are similar to a cow with floppy ears and a broad pink nose that a little septum dangles from she wears an upcycled patchwork poncho and she's got loose fitting clothing along with sandals uh, she holds a wooden staff with dark blue crystals growing out of the top uh, this is Willow, the official druid and caretaker of the island. Uh, Miss Crew impatiently uh, taps the kind of, I guess, claw on her foot <laughs> on the ground as you approach Ari and gives a little check mark on the on the list. Uh, she's already checked you all off as you all approached. Glad to see that everyone can be here. Uh, I will mark you all down that you've arrived, and I will leave you in the capable hands of Willow. And she's going to kind of give Willow a look of, good luck. <laughs> and um, uh, Miss Crew kind of walks away. Can I make a quick comment, if that's all right? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Annabelle would have probably, like, com completely changed her outfit when she got home hiking boots. But she also has a satchel bag that she would have brought some uh, big, like, plastic freezer bags or containers in to uh, collect some dirt for her garden in her room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And probably also the regular things that you bring yeah, exactly. as well. You kind of know what you're, you're supposed to be bringing. You're probably out of everyone here who spends the most time in the forest. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you got your giant freezer bags. Nim probably also helped you out with it as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're on the top shelf, and I'd, he'd find me jumping for them and then trying to, like, lean against <laughs> the fridge all cool, like, Hey, Nim, what's up? I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I'll grab them for you and then also keep your mother distracted if, while you're grabbing other things. Yeah. Alright, uh, well, hello, everyone. Um, I hope you brought your hiking boots, because this will be a bit of a trek. I've been given permission from Inquisitor Admina and Mayor Van Duren to take you guys uh, just a bit past the perimeter into the woods to this fantastic viewing point. Um, any questions? Um... Yeah, actually, what are we looking for exactly? I'll uh, I'll let you know along the way. We'll let it we'll let it seep in a little. I want it to be a surprise. It's pretty spectacular. All right. Oh, uh, any other questions? Yeah, how long is this gonna take? 
hours? Uh, cool. Okay. Great. All right. Um, and and Annabelle, I brought you, and she pulls out uh, a quarter staff that you recognize, Annabelle. I got your I got your walking stick. Thank uh, you. Just in case you'd like to, I know you like to use it on our trips. Yeah. She kind of gives you like a bit of a knowing look. Mm-hmm. Annabelle's face when she pulls it out is gonna light up like a kid on Christmas. Like, oh my god, you're giving it to me really right now, seriously? And then she's gonna try and school it like really, really fast because it's like, Ahem. other people are here, right? I need to uh, stay cool, calm, and collected. Uh, thank you, Willow. I, I really appreciate you uh, bringing my walk and stick. It's always nice to go on walks with this. Yeah, yeah. We spend a lot of time checking out the forest. I'm sure you guys know Annabelle's my apprentice, so um, she's kind of got a... She'll be here to help, and definitely you might hear me quizzing her a little bit. Uh, but uh, let's get to it. You all walk past the farms into the north side of the forest and begin to hike in the woods. Um, could everyone please make me a perception check? Oh, that's actually pretty decent. Uh, 17. 17. 24. Oh, <laughs> 24. Well, dang. Nine. Nineteen. All right. So everyone but Oko. <laughs> um, you all of a sudden just begin to hear um, just some of the most, what just sounds like really dreary poetry off in the forest near you. Like just the kind of poetry you are all ever so used to hearing at school. Oh, you have to be kidding me. <laughs> is that? Oh, the pain in Wait. my heart. No, it no, no, no. deep no. into my soul and the catastrophes that await me in the future. Sticks. Imminent sticks, demise. Hey, sticks, sticks <gasps> yes, can it already. Who is this? Who comes to take me to Valhalla? It, it, it's us. Are, are, you, are you coming on the nature walk? No, I have other plans. I was going to say the Poetry Association. They want their notes back. Oh. I didn't give them any notes yet, but I shall. Perhaps they can give me fantastic feedback on Oh, my I'm sure stances. they'll give you feedback, Sticks. I live for it. Why are you guys out That's here? What's enough. happening? Sticks, why don't, why don't you join us? On a walk? Yes. It would be uh, quite the adventure for you. <gasps> adventure. Yes, absolutely. Ari, hold my hand. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> we, um, you guys have kind of been yelling this back and forth. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. But as you see emerging from the darkness of the wood, you see, you know, uh, Styx's regular clothes, uh, but just... Is now a straight-up skeleton? Yes. Sticks. I have uh, a skeleton. I'm not trying to judge, but uh, where'd your eyebrows go? You know those, like, frame your face, right? Like, it's the whole point of 
Like, like what happened to your face? Skeletons don't have eyebrows, Annabelle. <laughs> okay, uh, there's... I, it's the moonlight. It's the nighttime. The stars in the sky take away the sun and we get immersed in darkness and my flesh is gone and I am a skeleton. I see. And that's Fred... What happens. That's normal for me. Don't worry. You, you yeah. guys didn't know this? Uh, no, and Fred, there's something called makeup. You can dry your, draw your eyebrows on. There's no reason that you can't have eyebrows. Well, excuse me for pointing out basic biology, but I guess I would be the one who would have to, wouldn't I? Hey, oh, uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. oh, you want to go there? <laughs> really, Fred? Uh, Annabelle, no, okay. Oh, continue the drama. I shall make notes of it. <laughs> Oko's gonna, like, step in front of them, put his hands up, like, let's... Let's calm, let's calm down. Let's just, you know, take a deep breath and relax. There's no reason to get into any... F- you know, if you need some help studying, Annabelle, all you have to do is ask. <laughs> Oko's just gonna, sure. like, put his hands Thanks, down Fred. and step back. Yeah, just, just let me know, you know, when you need some help finding something in the woods. Or, what, do you have the tinfoil for your tinfoil hat already? Shut up. Okay, I, I have tinfoil, but it's it's not for that. Mm, mm, sure, sure it's not. And I'm gonna walk off. That was quite the dramatic <laughs> scene. I must say I'm impressed. <laughs> you, you, um, you guys continue on the walk? Where are we venturing um, towards, friends, comrades? Willow kind of turns around. Oh, um, we're just going on a nature walk. Did your teacher not explain this in class? I regret to inform you I was not paying attention. Oh, um, well, we're going on a nature walk. There's a really, um, cool cosmic event going on tonight. You guys are going to love it. It's so cool. Um... Yeah, uh, let's just go this way. Fantastic. Onward we go. Into the unknown. So Sticks has joined the party. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Is there anything you guys want to talk about while you're walking? Uh, Oko would probably go up to Fred and just, hey, do you, you okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, come on. I, I'm doing all right. Thank you. I'm, I'm holding in there. What about you? Is everything good with you and and Sam? Yeah, we're, we're good. Things things are good. I'm just, things seem pretty tense between you and Annabelle there, and it's it's, it's nothing. I'm just, I, I'm tense in general, and I, I shouldn't have taken it out on her. And I'm, I, I feel really bad about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I don't know, it seems like she's pretty tense as well, like, I don't think you're, you know, all to blame. Thanks, Oko. Of course. And thanks for stepping in there, I, stop me from saying something that I might have regretted, so, you're, you're a good pal, thank you. Mm, of course, anytime. Once Fred is kind of alone, I'll maybe sort of slowly drift backwards towards him till I'm walking next to him. 
hey, Fred, I'm sorry and stuff about what was said. I was, uh, I, I do need help with biology if you're willing to help me. I, I was going to say the same thing. It's, I, I can try to help you, but my mark was like more a fluke than, than anything. I'm, I'm sure if we pool our resources together or something, we'll, we'll both do better. I think it could help both of us. Okay, thanks. And you know I always keep my eye out for weird stuff in the forest when I'm out with Willow for you. Like, I know you the do? whole tin... Yes. Uh, dude, of course. We've we've known each other since ki- we were kids. Like, I, I know what you're doing. I know what the tinfoil's for. I'm not an idiot. And I'm sorry I made that stupid joke. It... I know it's about your dad, and that's off-limits. So... Of course, Thank I Thank you love. so much, Annabelle. Thank you. I'll, I'll kind of, like, look around and then give him a little pat on the shoulder, but, like, really fast so no one else sees. <laughs> I, I, I look <laughs> up at, at Annabelle and I, I smile, and then I, I kind of move myself away so that no one notices. Yeah. You kind of, I'm assuming... Oh, I'm assuming, Annabelle, you kind of go back over to Willow um, after that? Yeah. She kind of gives you a little side smirk. I I know, okay? You don't need to say it. It's just we're with the class and habits are hard to break, okay? But Fred is my friend. My best friend, probably. I, mm. I don't want to mess I that know. up with him. I know, I know you're working on it. What did you get in biology? 13. I don't... 13, and I don't know what happened, okay? It was like, it, I I felt ready. I was studying. I was like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna be great at this. And then they start talking about fish reproduction, and I can't remember if they have the X or the Y chromosome. And it's like, I know they die afterwards, but I don't remember what type of streams they're in. And it's like, I don't know what happened. It just all fell apart. Okay. Next walk we go on, any living creature we see, you're, you're gonna get questions about it. Okay. Thank you, Willow. Mm-hmm. My test is on Tuesday. So, if you have any chores in the forest that you can bring me on before then, I'd really appreciate it. Why don't we, I mean... I could take you on something Friday, and we can also do Monday. How about that? That sounds good. And I'll be studying all weekend. All right. All right. Sticks, I don't... I don't know why you have to hold my hand. It's not like you don't spend hours in this forest at in the middle of the night, regardless. I just... Oh, I know. I came up to you, and I wanted to hold your hand because I need to tell you something. You've inspired me. Oh, have I? Yes, you did. You did greatly. When you came into class today and you started talking about objects falling and motion and force, I got a entire poem prepared from what you said. I think that was perfect. Because when force pushes pressure down on, to, on upon you and you feel the need to sink deep into the darkness as you fall into the abyss... Uh-huh. I was inspired, and you have oh. done this, and I want to thank you. Oh. So you're 
going to thank me by holding my hand? That is customary, is it not? We're friends. Uh, we're not friends, no. Well, we've held hands now, and you can't take that back. Oh. (laughs) Well. Okay, I guess. Um. How's, uh, how's the poem going? Fantastic, it's almost done, as you guys were coming into the woods and the sun was gone and the moon is illuminating my paper and I was sitting on the rock. I just could not stop writing. It was a fever. Oh. She's kind of like doing big hand gestures with her other hand. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) (laughs) Ari is just trying to like stay away from the flailing hand is to not get hit. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that she's flailing it so hard like it almost comes off of her wrist like it almost pops off. (laughs) She's so excited. Um, you, uh, were you busy last night? Just curious. Oh, yes. Terribly busy. I was out sitting on my favorite rock, you know, the one with the pillow on the beach and the, with the uh, ocean right in front of me and the stars and the moon just so bright in the sky. Yes, I, I, I know the one. Um, okay. Just, uh, just wondering, because I, um, I had thought about going to the beach, but I didn't know if uh, you were going to be there. Oh, I'm there almost every night, Ari. You can always come and see me. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind, Sticks. Um, yeah. Yes, do enjoy. Have a great evening. We're going on an adventure. And she kind of like lets go of your hand and just kind of like runs to the front of the party um, as we're walking and is just kind of like looking down all of the dark. Um, pathways in the woods and is just like so looking for anything that would be like creepy and inspiring (laughs) uh eventually you pass the perimeter um and sticks you do find some creepy crawlies that you're kind of writing about um maybe there's like something because it is dark maybe something that moves and you're like a demon (laughs) a demon (laughs) What was that? It's more so like your own assumptions that you're coming Of course. <laughs> of course. She's like, um, hark, but red th- eyes deep into the wilderness. <laughs> uh, but eventually you guys start to begin to trek up a bit of a hill. And as you do, we- Willow begins to speak to you all. Every 500 years, the stars uh, race through the sky. And as they do, they skim against one another to create stardust. Uh, the fallout of this event accumulates when, wherever magic lives. Uh, when the world was much wiser, the stars graced every inch of the land. Now that we hide, it only comes to us and anyone else still out there, if there is anyone. Uh, but because there are so few magical monsters left, um, it's not really equally spread. So. Sometimes things can get a little weird, all right? But it's okay. Um, but we do this, we, I mean, it's kind of partially why we live on this island, is to contain the magic within. Um, humans get 
pretty scared by things they don't understand. And when humans are scared, they're dangerous. No offense, Fred. None taken. I mean, like... I don't think you're... I mean, like, humans don't really grow... Antlers, so... Well, I, I mean, I'm the only one I, I really know, I, I guess. Unless you can't my mom, of, of course. But, like, it's it's not unheard of, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You've grown up with us. You understand it. You're not afraid of it. But for those who haven't, yeesh. Eventually, you kind of get to the top of this hill, and there's a clear view of the sky. And as of almost on cue, you see streaks of pink and purple and blue race across the sky, like a, almost kind of like a meteor shower. Um, these same colors flock down from the sky like snow in stardust. And it is just a beautiful and bright night. Oh, I think Styx is going to look up just in utter awe, like just silent, but just like so captivated. Yeah, same. Fred's, like, jaw drops and he's just staring at it. For one of the first times ever, I'm completely speechless. Annabelle has nothing to say. She's just amazed. Oko's gonna, like, find a spot and just kind of lie down and look up. Are you doing Stardust Angels, (laughs) Oko? Hmm? Hmm? Are you doing Stardust Angels? I mean, if any lie around, <gasps> hell yeah. It's coming down like snow. Oh, yes. Definitely. Can I pick some up? Can I, like, keep some? Um. Yeah, Fred gets at, like, the vials that he packed, and he starts filling them all with Stardust. <laughs> okay, be sure to... just going to take, like, a pocket, handful, pocket full. Okay, kids, I know this is exciting, but be careful with that. It's like pure magic. Hey, Willow? Um, could I put some, like, somehow on my walking stick? Oh. Yeah, let's try that. Um, and she kind of starts to pick up some and starts to pack it and tries to help you, um, put it on your your stick. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there is there anything I can do to like make it stay? Like, do I need to do one of those meditation thingies again, or is this kind of one of those real world situations where it's like you've got a bunch of powder you're trying to make stick? I'm not quite sure. I'm not five hundred years old, so I'm mm. not quite sure about the last time this happened. I don't think okay. ever this much has ever been here, so certainly try. Yeah, that seems like a legit answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was reaching anyways, and I'll kind of stand there and put both hands on my staff and close my eyes and think really, really hard and be like, Hello, light that I spoke to before. Can you please make this stardust stick somehow? It's really pretty. I like it on my staff, please, and it might help. Is there any particular shape that you're thinking of at the moment or what you want this to look like? Um, I would probably think of it as like 
kind of like one of those crystals that are actually coming off of Willow's staff. Somewhere like it, I'm kind of imagining the uh, the wood at the top kind of twists into sort of a spiral, and so maybe like a, a crystal kind of in there somewhere. Yeah, you um with the twist, you you open up your eyes and actually quickly roll me a nature check. Oh no! Okay, please don't roll badly. <gasps> That's an 18. Oh. Okay, hold on. I need to I need to add my modifier. Uh have to find it. Uh unnatural 20. Beautiful. So you <laughs> you think of this and when you open your eyes all along the inside of the of the twist as it's kind of twisting in all along the inside of this these little crystals have begun to form and they grow a bit um and it's all uh yellow all these little yellow crystals oh my goodness i'm gonna start like jumping up and down and squealing it's like willow willow look at this i made crystals crystals just like your crystals but mine are yellow crystals and they're on the inside and i made crystals oh my gosh willow look at this look at this look at this <laughs> that's that's so this is cool <laughs> this is cool Isn't she's very much cool? excited with you the, it, they look just like yours that's so awesome She's jumping up and down with you. She's very excited. This is cool for her. Um, and you all kind of uh, gaze up at the sky again, at the, at the wonder, and all of a sudden you, you begin to catch this flash of bright red, bright pink, bright orange, and all together yellow, green, cyan, blue, and purple. And then the ground beneath you begins to rumble. Earthquake! Well, is, is this? Uh -oh. <laughs> Earthquake! Kids, kids, you're gonna follow me. Move from left to left, left to right. Try not to stay in one place. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, um, Styx is gonna, like, follow whatever the teacher is, like, whatever she's being told. Yeah, well, whatever Willow's doing, Fred is doing his best to, like, emulate. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the same, but I'm holding my staff really close to me. I'm gonna protect those crystals at all costs. <laughs> Oko's just kind of, like, following what Willow's doing, but also just kind of, like, pouncing around and having fun. It's like, well, it's a, <laughs> With the earthquake? Shaking. It's perfect. I can, you know, practice and, you know, get better for gym class. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 That was so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, so it cute. really was. <laughs> In this moment of fear, um, <laughs> we see Oko bouncing around. Um, but Willow just begins to lead you through the forest. You're kind of moving back and forth. Uh, she told you not to stay in one place too long. Um, could you all roll a perception check, please? Oh. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay. Uh, oh my Ooh, god. Unnatural 20. I see everything. Oh. Eight. Seven. Another natural Ooh. 20. Hmm. Oh. So, um, 
Wow! <laughs> so, Oko, Ari, and Fred, especially Fred, um, but you, you all see this, um, you all see this fairly big cave with a stone door entrance and a circular stone patio out front, just off to the left. And Fred, by looking at this with your natural 20, it seems fairly secure. Uh, we can head over here. It, it's it's safe. Are you sure? I, isn't it better not to go indoors? Well, if, if a tree falls or something... Willow kind of looks over and is like, all right, all right, it does look safe. Uh, we'll hang under the, the lip of the door. Um, go, 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 go. Um, could everyone make me a dexterity saving throw to get over to the cave? Oh, no. Oh, let's go. Oh. 18. Holy. Okay. I'm getting different dice. <laughs> Nine. Um, well, I... Oh no. Uh, my dice rolled off my desk, so I re-rolled, and I got a natural one. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, despite the fact that I have a plus zero modifier, I got a natural twenty. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so Oko and Ari, you zoom over to this place. You can kind of, your, your balance is really centered at the moment, and you were able to get over there. Um, what did you get again, Fred? 18. 18, you as well, Fred. Um, as for uh, Styx and uh, Annabelle, um, Styx, this is really hard for you. You end up tripping mm -hmm. at one point, but you're able to get yourself back up and get over. Annabelle, <laughs> you trip so hard, you went straight on your face and you are going to take uh, a point of damage uh, just because of how much you hurt yourself trying to get over there. I was gonna say with my natural 20, would I be able to help her? Uh, unfortunately not, you weren't giving the help action, so um, okay. it's for yourself, so sorry. That's No, that's fair. Um, but yeah, you all um, kind of enter this stone circle and Willow's kind of tailing behind you just to make sure you all get there first. And as soon as she steps on the cobble, a red burst of energy blasts her back into a tree and you see her lay unconscious. And this dome of red light encases you at the entrance of the cave. The door opens. I start screaming and I'm gonna try and bang on this thing and I'm yelling for Willow and I'm gonna try and get to her. I think that Styx would do, like, one initial scream, just kind of, like, out of confusion, but when the door opens, she'd kind of, like, okay, <laughs> I guess this is what's happening now. Um, and then we'll pause, obviously, like, before we all go in, but she'll start walking to go in. Fred is, like, looking back and forth between Willow and the open door and Willow <laughs> in the open door and Willow in the open door. <laughs> Oko's just gonna, he's gonna, like, look towards Sticks as she starts to go in and just, like, wait, do you think it's safe in there? Like, we should see if we can get Willow Sticks. I know it's your vibe in there, but, you know. Oh no, this looks absolutely terrifying and I don't know if I want to go in there, but we have to do something and who's gonna turn off this force field barrier thing? Like, we can't get out, so we have to go in. Let's go! Might Wait, as well get it over uh, with, right? 
Ari's gonna just come up behind Annabelle and put a hand on her shoulder and just be like, we'll find a way, but we can't do anything here. I'm gonna whip around and I'm, and I look like I'm about to just spit something out at you, like, like say something really mean and then my shoulders are just gonna drop and I'm just gonna be like, I really hope she's okay. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do if she's not okay. It's Willow we're talking about, Annabelle. She, she's going to be fine. She can handle herself better than anyone in these woods, but we have to take care of ourselves. Okay, just just give me one minute before we go, okay? There, there's one thing that I, that I need to do before we go, and I'm going to put my staff down on the ground to put both hands on it, and I'm going to close my eyes again, and I'm going to be like, island light thing, please, please take care and protect Willow, and please make sure she's not eaten by shadow things or anything or I don't know just please take care of her and then I'm gonna open my eyes again and be like okay let's go um as you as you did that and you tried reaching out to the um to the island you definitely know that you still have your power it's definitely coming from somewhere but at this moment it doesn't feel like it's coming from the island you don't feel connected to the island that's not good (laughs) Uh, guys, so, uh, I just did a little prayer thingy, I I don't really want to go into it, but, uh, you know how Willow said that, like, this magic dust makes things all weird and wacky? Well, Willow's been teaching me how to, like, understand the island, and, uh, I can't get through to the island. It's like, you know, when someone cuts your landline, and all you hear is static, sort of. Uh, I ain't getting through. Um, so we better be careful. Not because not I care about you guys or anything, you know? Like, it's whatever. But uh, just just saying. Kind of weird, right? Yeah, yeah. The faster we do this, the faster we get out. Let's just go. There's a lot weird about right now. Yeah, Percy, I... Understatement of the year. <laughs> Agreed. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, you, you all enter this small room and find a set of descending, uh, descending stairs. I will uh, go first. Wait, by I'll all means. go behind. Oh no, I I should go first. I can I can see in the dark, so I'll be. Oh, so can I, actually. So really? I think it's okay. We could go. Yes, I can. My skeleton eyes see, can see many things. I Do mean, you have I eyes? can, too. It's not, it's not that different. Okay, well, I didn't... Fred's, I, like, lighting I a flame and eyes. trying to get a torch going. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you ask if I have eyes? Yeah, I said, do you, do you have eyes? <laughs> can you not see my brown eyes? They're still there. <laughs> They're still there. Okay, I, <laughs> I just I just wasn't sure just since you know. It's like it's I'm like Pirates of the now. Caribbean kind of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kinda like the moonlight um like how they change mm-hmm. like reveals that. Reveals their true a little form. Bit. So they, I still have eyes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I no offense, but kind of give me the 
I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Let's go. Are you uncomfortable? I just... Usually I don't see skeletons walking around. And that's no offense Really? My to mother you. is a skeleton. Well, I said usually. I'm not super comfortable with it. Funny enough how I work with them all the time. Oh. Okay. It's it's no. Do you want me to stand in the back? No, it's I no offense. It's no it offense to you. No. Um. I feel a little bit offended that you think that it's kind of scary that I'm bones. It's not scary that you're just bones. It's just I. I'm just. Don't know how to feel about it. Okay, well, if you need any reassurance, I am perfectly fine. This is a normal state of being for me. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. It's okay. Don't need to be sorry. I feel very awkward now, so let's just go and descend the staircase and... And... Yes, all right. After... Off we go. <laughs> sorry. Uh, after Fred finishes lighting his lantern... Uh, if you stand back up or whatever, I'm going to look at you and be like, give me your hand. You can't see in the dark and your mom will kill me if I let you get hurt. I, I've got a lantern. I'll be perfectly fine. What if fine. it goes out, Fred? Just just stand next to me, okay? And, and I will protect you. <laughs> uh, fine. I, I begrudgingly take Annabelle's hand. So uh, what's the marching order here? I think Styx is um, first. I'll... Yeah, and I'm behind Styx. Okay. okay, I'll be behind uh, Ari then. I guess then I'll so, be behind Oko? Or actually... And then I'm I'm with Annabelle, so we're, we're taking up the rear, I guess. I'd, I'd put you in front. <laughs> I'd be like, Oko, Oko, watch, watch the front, I watch the back. His mom will kill all of us if he gets hurt. Yeah, uh, how about we worry about us getting killed first before anyone else kills us? Or, you know, his I, I mean, true. Yeah, priorities. Yeah. I, I guess you have a point this time. Excuse me? <laughs> You heard what I said. Do you want me to repeat it? We're walking. Just just look forward, man. Oko's gonna, like, just turn his head forward, like, kind of sharply, and then you're gonna see, like, his tail kind of, like, do, like, a little whip, and his, like, ear just kind of, <laughs> like, just shake a bit. All right. <laughs> Someone not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it like poofing in the tail too, like angry cats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The the worst part is Annabelle would probably be looking at her staff, looking at the tail, like, do you? Th I wonder if I could hit that if needed. <laughs> do you want to try? No, no. I've I've said my piece. I've won. In my opinion, I have won that conversation. I'm staving the <laughs> stick for later. <laughs> Fred kind of uh, clears his throat and is like, <clears throat> so how about this cave then? Because he's right in between the two of them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great cave. Do you want to take a sample or anything, Fred? Do you need to stop? No, I, I, I'd like to get out of here as, as soon as possible, actually. Okay. 
Yeah, but know. isn't it beautiful down here? Well, I can't really see much of anything, so I mean, I guess I'll take your word for it. You can see the darkness in front of you. Isn't that beautiful? I prefer the darkness I see out my window in my home where I am safe. Sticks. <laughs> uh, not so adventurous. That's fine. We'll get you there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll get you there, though. <laughs> I'm going for the quotables in the first uh, episode. We did the hand-holding one already, so we gotta just keep... That funny. That <laughs> Man, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I shall try. For your viewing pleasures. Uh, You you step further down into the earth and um, you you get to the bottom of the staircase and you kind of begin to head out into this chamber. And Fred, as soon as you enter whatever is down here, your light turns off. Well, that's no good. This is why I told you to hold my hand in the first place, dummy. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Fine. Maybe you have a point. Lights illuminate underneath you. Annabelle is under a neon yellow light. Fred is under a neon green light. Oko is under a neon cyan light. Ari is under a neon blue light. And Styx is under a neon purple light. I'm just gonna look up and be like, ah, oh, yes, this is my color. Wow, uh, this is fantastic. Uh-oh. Where is this coming from? Fred, I... Fred, I, I know I talked about protecting you, but I am really scared right now. Um, I don't know what's going on. This, this reminds me of something, but I don't remember what. When we walk, does the light follow us? So, like, moving deeper into the room? Oh, okay, cool. I think it that Styx you. will just kind of, like, dance with the light a little bit. <laughs> like, see, like, it, it's following her, so she's just kind of, like, looping around, like, oh, yes. Spotlight. I should get used to this. <laughs> uh, um, Styx... Sticks, please be careful. We don't know what's going on here. No, but we each have personalized spotlights. This is my future. This is my dream. This is what I live for. Don't spotlights normally come from above you? I will yeah. take whatever they will give me. Um, I would like to try and use a cantrip of druid cast to try and relight Fred's lantern if possible. Uh, sure, you go to relight. Um, it is a battery lantern, but just because oh. of where we are, <laughs> I'll say that it's allowed because normally you can do that in regular D&D. Okay. Um, so oh. you use, <laughs> just, you fester the forces within you and you try and turn that light back on and it flickers for a moment, but immediately is just, the light is just crushed and it's gone and you just have your lights underneath you. Hello? Is this some type of sick joke that the, like, teachers decided to play on us? Is there anything else on, like, the floor or anything? Any markings? 
Roll a perception check. Oh. Yeah, I was also going to ask if there was, like, any kind of, like, glyphs or anything that are on the walls. Oh my god, nine. It's kind of hard to tell with your light. Uh, Ari as well, you can check. Um, For you, Styx, it's hard to tell. With your light, it's kind of like, purple light isn't the greatest for looking at things. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to tell. Alright, so Haru decided that he didn't like the number that came up, so he moved my dice, but it was a uh, 18 plus 2 is an unnatural 20. Oh, what did Haru roll? (laughs) Haru rolled an 8. Oh, man. Haru doesn't see anything. (laughs) I expect not. We love cats. Um, (laughs) But uh, as you're looking around, Ari, you see... Um, the walls seem pretty blank. Um, there's nothing on them. Um, but as you guys are kind of looking around, ahead of you, a neon red light illuminates, and you see one female figure underneath it. I immediately bring my staff forward in, like, a combat kind of sense, and I'm gonna take- I, I'm shaking, but I'm going to step in front of Spread a little bit. Does she I... look familiar at all? Um, roll a pers- uh, roll a history check, Ari. Okay. Uh, history uh, 17. Uh, this woman's uh, outline is not familiar to you. Okay. Hello. Sh- hello. What is Fred yeah. doing? I, I know Fred was trying to say something a bit earlier. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say hello. Oh. <laughs> Much like Styx. Yeah, maybe we said it at the exact same time and kind of like Styx would look over at Fred and be like, oh, yes, <laughs> not yeah. afraid to greet people. <laughs> <laughs> um, she steps forward and you see a woman that has long copper hair and she wears a purple Celtic dress with long draping sleeves. And she also has a silver circlet around her forehead. And she's bright green eyes that stare mischievously at all of you. Welcome champions. We have much work to do. Who are you? Champions of what? Uh, to answer your questions here, one of those is a little odd. Uh, I am... Morgana Le Fay, Mistress of Magic. And uh, to, uh, why are you here? Hmm. I would have thought the servant would have let you know about that. Um, but, you know, you're here to help uh, me and my compatriots in our, our job. What job? job? Uh, you do understand that we're teenagers. Like, we've already got jobs, and the whole light thing you've got going on here is, like, really creepy. No, ignore her. The light thing is absolutely fantastic. Please continue to do it. Guys, do you never remember the whole thing of don't talk to strangers? Weird people offering you candy? Weird light shows pop up? Maybe we should look for the exit? We all saw what the red light did to Willow, right? Which is my point exactly! Do you... You don't know the plan? 
Wait, 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 wait. Lady. No. I. Oh. Why do I have to do all the work? Why did I have to be the first? Oh. All right. Well, you're here to help me and my compatriots bring about the end of the world. Um. That's kind of the gist of it. Oh, man, the servant was supposed to do this with you. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there for just one I'm, second. Because uh, this is I'm very sorry, on brand uh-huh. for me. Very on brand. Taking down the world, absolutely. Despair and darkness. But uh, are you out of your mind to, like, literally take down the world and end it? Like, that's that's too far, man. Like, we're, we're done here. Like, take your light show, because, like, this isn't happening anymore. We gotta go. Whoa, what? Well, Annabelle's jaw is gonna drop and just stare at sticks for a second. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, uh, exactly everything that sticks just said. If, no, I have a life plan. It's in a binder. It's even color coded, and none of it covers the end of the world. All of it covers moving out, eating salad, and being able to do what I want. And I am not about people putting me in bubbles and telling yeah, me I'm going to end thing. the world. Yeah, Go home. I'm going to be on stage. Morgana LeFou or whoever you think you are. <laughs> and take your butt home. H- hang on. W- when you say end of the world, like that's, that's a metaphor, right? Like that's a, you know... S- synonym i i one of those I, english thing like it's uh you don't mean do you well it's not exactly the end of the world it's kind of the end of this era where we're going to kind of destroy everything and bring about a world in our image and you're all here to help us with it as the prophecy states so right right so much better so much better yeah yeah so each of you have your own little um you know, person that you're connected to, and you know, like, we're you know, we're the harbors of the end, some call us villains, evildoers we like to call ourselves the council huh? you know what my mom calls her group of people? the PTA, that's way scarier council sucks, you sound like a bunch of old dudes sitting in a library with those fake baby powder wigs Wow. Well, uh, she's a little sassy one. Yeah, she is. And uh, Oko's gonna walk towards her. Oh, hello. Well, I'm appreciative that we've been chosen. Oh. Say what now? Fantastic. Okay. See someone lead lead by example. That's it. That's what's going on here. Good one. What's your name? The name is Oko Snowpaw. And I'll give a little bow. Oh he's got manners. If we're your champions. Hmm? How do you not know our names? I'll I just the light. Let us out. This isn't funny anymore. Oh, I don't think you'll be doing that. You got work to do. And if you're not on board, I gotta make sure you're on board. If we refuse. You refuse. Hmm. Well, like I said, you're all connected to one of us of the council, and uh, she pulls out a dagger, and she cuts her hand. And 
Styx, you feel this searing pain Ooh. in your hand as you take four points of damage. Okay, that's not funny. Uh, Styx will, like, scream and kind of, like, hold her bones. And you can see, like, a little bit of marrow kind of in the slit because she's still a skeleton right now and you just, the cracks. Actually, um, weirdly, blood is trickling out of there. Oh, no, even worse. Uh, what did you do to her? <laughs> Ari really steps upset. in front of sticks. Fred, do you still have your Swiss Army knife? Yeah, give- but I, I, I give it to you. I, I'm going to hold it out and I'm going to point it like right at my stomach and be like, you listen here. If this is all some connected, like woo woo stuff, I don't care what. So you're saying if I stab myself and I die, I take out one of you people. Uh, no, not exactly. We can take a little bit more of a hit than you. And, and thinking about it, she looks super unfazed by what she just did to herself. Right. Like, Annabelle, that's not going to solve anything. If we have to kill ourselves to get out of here, there's no point at all. Oko's going to, like, I turn guess. around and, like, kind of stand next to, um, next to the woman and just look back. Annabelle, there's no reason to do that. What's wrong with you, Oko? I thought you were actually, like, nice and stuff, but apparently you're just some deranged cuckoo that thinks the end of the world is okay. Do you realize this is exactly what they do in wars? They're like, oh, yes, be my champion. Let me recruit you. And then once they create the world in their own image, they're just going to toss us away. Besides, have you ever heard of the ethical issues with children soldiers? Like, what is wrong with you? You're not a child. What is going Like, I was, I mean, I could, I wasn't, but I could have been married by your age. I don't know what's going on here. It's, it's a new well, age. Well, okay. Yeah, it's a new a age. A new age? Your clothes, why are, your clothes are so, we, uh, what year is it? Do you not know? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's 2021. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's 2021. You know, the new century. We got VCH at home now. V- uh-huh. You mean VHS? VHS. But I'm stressed, okay? Just... <laughs> My parents, my parents just got it at home, okay? My mom calls it the magic box. Ooh. That's Lady, a- if you're trying to pitch us an offer, holding us hostage is not the way to go about it. Just just let us go. If you want us to hear you out, just let us I go. I mean, she technically hasn't held us hostage. Uh, What else would you call this? I'm the one who's bleeding right now. Hold on one second, guys. If we are your champions, are we the only ones that could be your champions? Or is this very much a case of if we die, then your plans are thwarted because I'm ready to be descended into darkness to avoid the end of the world? You are... There's no stopping the prophecy. All right? There's no stopping it. What is the prophecy? Who knows? You could be replaced. I'm not quite sure. But you've been chosen. 
Listen, I got into this deal at the very end of it, alright? They just needed one more person. So, I'm not entirely sure of the whole plan here. Oh. Great, so we're talking to the bottom rung on the ladder. Right. Excuse me. The, the, the last chance, the last person on the list after everyone else said no, you were the last option. Yikes. Well, ex excuse me. I At least I'm in on it. I'm alive. I'm kicking. But oh. you said we're connected That's to somebody on pathetic. each of the council. But it's so sad that you're doing somebody else's dirty work. Like... And it also means Well, someone's logically. gonna wake up first. Who are the members of the council? Well, I don't we want to tell you. Them. You're being very sassy to me. I am not actually being sassy at all. You cut my hand and I have very much rights to ask questions. Well, you'll, you'll meet them once you wake them up. What? Mm. And how would we go about doing that exactly? Well, first of all, you do my things, all right? So I send you out on a little mission. You pick up my stuff I need. I'm mostly just trying to destroy uh, any remnants left of Arthur and Merlin. That's kind of my shtick here. Um, so once you're done with that and you bring it back to me, then uh, they told me stuff would happen. So you'd get instructions on how to wake up the other. It's just like, I kind of have to wake up first. They oh man, am I having to explain this to you? Wait, we're... What, did I get juked out of a deal and where I just had to be like, hello? You... Can I make a history check to see if I know who Arthur and Merlin are? Oh, yeah. That's a natural one. Ew. <laughs> the DC was so low. <laughs> um, you got no clue, dude. It's pretty stressful down here. <laughs> so, not only did you totally lose against somebody else, but no, I, I, now I, I, you're no, the last choice. And they won't even let you sleep in? They made you wake up first? To do all the dirty Look work. Look at how sad this is. You gotta see how you sound right now. I, I'm hearing it a little, but there's also no stopping the prophecy from happening, so, um, you're kind of stuck with me. Wait, uh, were you the one that gave me the dream? Huh? A dream? What dream? The dream. You're gonna have to give me a little more than the dream, you know? Well, I feel like if you're the person, then you'd be, you'd know the dream that I'm talking about that I had. Unless that's just trauma rising from, yeah. Okay, well. So, are we all in agreement that you're gonna help me or else I'm gonna kill your friend? Which friend? The one whose skeleton hand is uh, bleeding. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm very much bleeding right now. It's very unfortunate, guys. I don't. I don't like this. Wait, wait. What's your name? Mine. My name. Yeah. I'm Sticks, Foland. Foland. Why do I recognize that name? Well, that is very unfortunate because you've cut me. So if we are familiarly acquainted, I'm going to be very put out. 
No, no, you just got like a bit of my magic in you. Whoa, what? I am bleeding from bone right now. I don't think this is magical in a good way. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like... How old are you? I am 17 years old. You've never been older than that? Like, like, you died at 17 or... Uh, the circumstances of my birth are very complicated and nobody really <laughs> talks about it. My mother is a skeleton and my father is a... a being. Ah! I might know your but mother, you that's also, so funny! I don't want to speak to you. You cut my hand and I'm very upset with you. Oh, I might know your mother. I might pop in and say hi. Oh, that could be fun. You better stay away from my mother. Oh, no, feisty, alright. And she, like, oh. completely just as angry as a skeleton can literally look. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how about we settle it here? You agree to help me, and if you don't, I'll, uh, come see your mother. How about that? I'll let you go, but you have to come back tomorrow, and we'll get started. Because, um, there's really no stopping this. Do I recognize her? Do I, do I recognize her? Uh, roll an insight. Uh, not an insight, a history check. Okay, this better be better than what I've been doing. Okay, okay, 13 is better. 13, it's... She sounds a little familiar, but you're not sure. You said something about raising the dead and not always being animated as a skeleton did you do why why did you bring that up why did how do you know my mother i don't know i might have raised her from the dead i don't know i've raised a lot of skeletons from the dead uh yes that's unfortunate for them because it's quite un unhappy to be against your will brought back from the dead um, well, it's weird, because yes. I thought they all dis disintegrated. Like, once the battle was over, they just all kind of dropped. Everything I guess, back up. I guess they... Well, they still feel pain, clearly, as she, like, indicates to her hand. Well, okay, listen, are we in agreement or not? It doesn't seem like you're giving us much of a choice and, here. And you haven't not even really. explained the prophecy. I... We'll get to that in due time. I just need a verbal agreement. Yes, in due time. Just verbal agreement. There, say yes. Can you hold? All in can due you time. Heal? Can you like heal her or at least help her out? I will. I will if you say yes, huh? All, All in due time. You've said that to me before, haven't you? Okay. No, I've never seen you before. Someone has said that to me before. I don't know. See, um, can you guys just say yes? Like, if it's gonna help sticks, then well, she just no, said no, so, and no. I don't I see the don't problem. I don't want to bring about the end of the world. I do not want to bring about the end. Okay, of the well, world. you don't really I will have a not choice. Let you touch my mother, and well, I <sighs> am frustrated and under immense stress right now, Oko. Do you want me to dispel your mother? I could threaten that as well, if she is one of mine. No. No. 
No. Morgana. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Why don't, why don't, as a sign of good faith towards us, he'll sticks his hand. After. It might, you know, put us in a little bit of a better mood to say yes. I don't, After she already you said. say yes, I fine. promise to do it. Okay, fine, I'll do it. And I'll walk up to her and go... I, Annabelle Yaz, am being willingly forced into working for a crazy psychopath called Morgana LeFou, who's a bottom rung feeder who knows nothing, and I will only cooperate until the time that I decide. Is that a yes? That was my answer. Is that I just need I I work with my father's in a law firm. I understand what those types of questions mean. I'm not saying those words. I've I have agreed in another formal way. I need listen. I need a yes. I got two. Annabelle, it's the only way that we're gonna get out of here. I don't see the problem that you guys are having. No. It's called the end of the world. Are you kidding me? Yes. You'll say yes. Yes. We have an agreement that you are not going to go near my mother or my father. Yeah, and are you going to say yes to do, like, doing all the stuff? That's the caveat. So, you yes. Will stay away from my mother yes. and my father. Whatever, yes. And you'll hear my hand. Yes. And you, if you are the person oh, who has dear been Lord. animated, no, no, no. This is this is pivotal. This is pivotal. If you are the person who has reanimated my mother, because clearly you, you seem to have some kind of connection with me and her, you will not take that away ever. You will maintain her. Life, I will. I, Morgana Le Fay, will not mess with your parents or dispel your mother if you say yes. Very well. Reluctantly, I will obey your command for now. Nana, I need a yes. Very well. Yes. I will. There you go. Fiery redhead one, you're up. Um, Ari's just gonna look between Margana and Styx. Sticks is angry. Yes. Fine. Whatever. It gets us out of here. Fantastic. And she claps her hands together and this sort of red light emits throughout the chamber. All right. Let's get to it. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Ooh. I don't like oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>